You are listening to Crosstalk. A safe place to discuss addiction, recovery, harm reduction, and everything in between. Support for this podcast comes from the Kentucky Opioid Response Effort and Advocates of Recovery. Content and production by the team at Turning Point Recovery Community Center. Now, buckle up and get ready for the show. Oh, hey, welcome to Crosstalk Recovery, the recovery podcast that supports all forms of recovery. I'm Matt Lewis, and I'm here with Michelle Fonda, Amanda Weersma, Sarah Tinsley. Hey, guys, this is going to be fun. Uh, We've had some serious podcasts lately, which is a good thing. You know, that's what we're trying to do, inform and educate and inspire. Um, But we're going to try to have a little fun one today. Uh, these are the ladies I get to work with. I'm very blessed to be able to work with these ladies. Um, Michelle is, is kind of new, and Amanda's very new here, and neither one of them have been on the podcast yet. Sarah's an old bag. She's yep. been here for... Old news. <laughs> old, old bag, you say. Okay. All right. Now, uh, now, we have fun. I give them a hard time a we lot, but, uh, but we have a good time. And so today, we're gonna, I told them to come up with three questions. Um, one recovery related, one personal, and one kind of fun, silly one. And we're all going to ask each other these questions, kind of get to know each other a little better, have fun, talk about it, joke. Um, I'm looking forward to it, for real. Uh, so, who wants to go first? I will. All right, Michelle, can you lean in a little to your mic? <laughs> so, my personal question is, what do you believe your strengths and weaknesses are? Oh, a good one mm, okay who wants to he, i'll answer that first my strength is that uh i think someone pointed out today i'm chill man i'm pretty easy going chill. you know uh i i don't let too much bother me and uh try to just you know be staying a positive attitude um my weakness is let's see what don't what? have so any <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i i think maybe uh I'm shy, and I, like sometimes it's hard for me to do my job here, but I, I like try to look at it like that's a fear that I have to face and grow through, So, uh, and I'm working on that every day. Huh. I can see that, because when I worked at Centerpoint, I hadn't even talked to Matt until I started working at Turning Point, really. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, I hardly talked at all through the whole program. That is so Everyone hard for was, me to believe. <laughs> no one really believed, no one asked me to peer mentor, and I just like made the decision, and everyone was shocked by it. Like, you're going to huh. peer mentor? But, yeah, so what do you got? Uh, weakness, public speaking, speaking in front of crowds, uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, strengths. I am not shy. I am extremely outgoing and don't really mean... Don't those contradict each other? A stranger. Well, (laughs) yeah, I guess they do. (laughs) Um, But yeah, public speaking or fear of speaking in front of people is is definitely... Well, that was one of mine, and that's that's why I made the decision to peer mentor, because I was like, I have to... If I'm going to be sober now, I have to learn how to talk to people, communicate without the use of drugs and alcohol, and and face that that fear. fear. Yeah. Sure. What about you, Amanda? Well, I believe uh, one of my best strengths is being positive. Um, I try to maintain a positive attitude um, no matter what. Um, so positivity, definitely. Yeah. And uh, my weakness would probably be saying no. Mm. I have a hard time saying oh, no to people. people. Pleasing. Yep, I am a people pleaser. Mm, I got that so, one too. Yeah. Character defect. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. 
But I definitely agree with you about you are literally one of the most positive people <laughs> I have ever met. Like, I, I try to love be. it. Yep. Love it. Yes. Yeah, it's a great way to be. Thank you. All right, Amanda, why don't you ask? Which okay. one did you ask? Your uh, the personal. personal? Mm-hmm. Okay. Whichever one you want, I guess. Okay. Um, I will ask um, a recovery question. Okay. Um, what was the biggest challenge you faced in your recovery, like early on? Oh, wow. Hmm. Okay, I'll go first. Um, My biggest challenge was, um, like, rebuilding those relationships with uh, my children and my family. It was, like, it was almost like pride wanted to hold me back, like, to be able to, like, admit that, hey, I messed up. And those hard conversations early in recovery, like, hey, I messed up. I want to mend things with you. Um, yeah, it was really, really tough. That was the toughest part of my recovery, for sure. I can relate to that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, okay. Somebody else go. Uh, <laughs> biggest challenge early in recovery. Well, I always just think about, like, you know, it was a struggle being there and wanting to be there for a long time, even though I, I chose to go there. But it was like when I first graduated, the first thing I faced was, like, learning that I really had to control my emotional sobriety and not set expectations on other people mm-hmm. because that almost messed me up right away. And uh, But I was able to use the tools I was given and recognize it and catch myself before anything bad happened. And I learned a lesson through it, you know, and, and now I, I'm better at noticing it and keeping it in check, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Okay, I think I'm ready. I think mine would be dealing with any kind of pain like physical, emotional, any kind of discomfort, really, because I always just killed that and numbed it, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, any dealing with any kind of anxiety, being sick, in any kind of pain, having to do that sober without some sort of aid there probably was right. Yeah. Yeah, I struggled with that as well. Yes. See that. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. You want to know something? My biggest issue with meetings is despite their name, they're never about me. Here at Turning Point, all of our meetings are for you and about you. We have meetings at least three times a day, seven days a week. We are located at 415 Broadway, Paducah, Kentucky. Call 270-444-3621 for more information. Hey, y'all. Did you know it's illegal to own just one guinea pig in Switzerland because they get lonely? Here at Turning Point, we don't want you to ever be lonely either. That's why we are open seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Always feel free to come hang with our friendly staff and don't forget your guinea pig. We're located at 415 Broadway Street, downtown Paducah. What you got, Sarah? Ask a question. Um, what are you most afraid of? Mm. Well, most afraid of. That's it. <laughs> you nothing. know, I, yours is obviously nothing. I mean, like, like, look, when I when I did my four steps and had to write down my fears, I was like, I'm not afraid of anything because when I got to recovery, I really I didn't even want to be alive anymore, so I wasn't afraid of death. So I looked like I wasn't afraid of anything. But as you work that that step, you look at that you're afraid of almost everything, and that's mm-hmm. what's caused your behavior. Um, and to try to cover that up with all the things that we do. Right. But I guess that, like, biggest fear, um, 
would probably be going back to where I was, Absolutely. you know, because I, because yeah. I made it out of that feeling of not wanting to be alive anymore, and I and now I'm on this side of it, and I love being alive, and I love the life. Of going back and is to, to go back sure. to that feeling like that again, yeah. um, and letting down everybody else, my family and myself, you know, uh, that's probably my biggest fear today. Yeah. But that's why I stay so vigilant in my recovery, you know, and realize it's a daily thing that I have to maintain. Yeah. Well, I don't know yet. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I'll go. Um, My biggest fear, um, well, for one, was doing this podcast today. (laughs) 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 But, um, no, seriously, my biggest fear um, would probably be, uh, like Matt, um, but you know, going back to where I was before, mm-hmm. but um, just losing everything that I have worked so hard to regain. Um, I have, you know, my family, um, you know, my children are back in my life, and that's my biggest fear is losing that connection with my children. Um, I just love, and I, I'm so grateful to have, you know, my children in my life. I still have one that I'm trying to regain that connection with. I do um, as well. But that, that's my biggest fear is losing that connection with my children. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. I wondered if ours might be this because that's, that's, well, heights, number one. Heights, snakes, <laughs> crickets. <laughs> and crickets. also terrified of crickets. Yeah. Scared to death. They can jump. <laughs> like they could be in your hair yes, and you wouldn't know that's it. That's my biggest fear is them getting yeah. my hair. And yeah. You know how when you get them to go fishing and they're in that little bat, you put them in the little cardboard mm. set and they, ooh, <laughs> no. Yuck, yuck, yeah. no. So crickets and also losing what my life that I have gotten back, Yeah, you know. Go, going back is, it can be an instant you know it doesn't you know just one little one little absolutely. second and it's gone and you know it's just and I you know it took years and years and years well three you know um, to get back like I'm just now there's stuff mm-hmm. that I'm still just getting but you know I don't know if I would have it in me to rebuild all over again oh, yeah. you know if I lost it so yeah I understand that well, you Michelle. Okay, Michelle. so besides snakes, that's like my biggest fear is um, like, that's like a strange fear, you know. But um, like as far as like sobriety, like what I've gained and what I'm afraid to lose, um, I haven't had to bury a close um, like relative and like my grandma, she's in bad health. And that's like a real big fear that's kind of like in the back of my mind is, you know, how am I going to handle that? So, like, that's one thing I I, I try to, um, that I've tried to prepare for, you know, um, you know, try to be on top of my game, you know, like, make sure I reach out to people. Because, like, she's dealing with, like, pneumonia and and things of that nature, so. Right. I think that's important to remember, you know, like, if me and my mom ever have a little argument or something, like, I always call her right back. And I'm like, hey, I know we're mad. Like, you know I love you, right? Like, right. you know where, because you don't. You just don't. You, you know, my know. parents are older, so I, I get that. Yeah. yeah. yeah for yeah. sure. All right. Um, I'll ask my personal question. Okay. Uh, who was your biggest teenage crush? Oh. Famous person. <laughs> Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> Teenage? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, whatever. Okay. Your biggest well, crush as a younger person. Okay. Well, I had two. <laughs> <laughs> of course the you biggest. Did. Yeah, you got to pick one. Um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yes. Yeah. From Home Improvement? Yeah. I had forgotten I about him. I thought he was just gorgeous. 
you know. That, he wa- remember yeah. Devin Sawa? That was he the was other one. The, yes, girl. I love me some Devin Sawa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good ones, Michelle. So mine is really weird because he was old and I was really young. But Patrick Swayze. I was obsessed with Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing, And yeah. I had a huge, like, life-size poster of him, like, in that wife beater in his black jeans. Oh, yeah. In my room. Yeah. Patrick Swayze, yeah. he was That was my fun. man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Amanda? Rick Springfield. Rick Springfield. I wanted to be. I wanted Rick to be. Je- yep, I wanted to be Jesse's girl so bad. Oh, yeah. is that who that is? That's who sings that. Oh yeah. Je- okay. Yep. That was his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. Uh, yep. I'll have to funny. Google him as soon as we. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to be Jesse's girl, but that's uh-huh. awesome. Yeah. All right, you got a question? You didn't answer yours. Uh, well, no one else has been answering. Uh, uh, mine was Winona Ryder. That's a good one. Yeah, I love Winnie. Yeah. What you okay. got? So my recovery question is: Who has been your biggest inspiration during your recovery journey? Oh wow! Mm. Well, that's a good one. That is a good one. Biggest inspiration. I don't know. I take inspiration. Biggest is a hard one. I take inspiration from a lot of people. You know, uh, Rocky Doom was a big one for me. Uh, any of the guys who were younger that actually, you know, like, because, you know, I was a little older. Uh, it's it's really impressive to me when I see a young guy in recovery actually grasp this and try to apply it and change their life. Because when I was I was young, I wasn't listening I to anybody. I wasn't yeah. ready. So um, those are two of my biggest since, I, since I've been in recovery. Uh, probably my friend Stacy. Um, she was, you know, my director when I went through, and then we've, but, you know, we've stayed really close friends after, but she just, she just demonstrates what recovery mm-hmm. is. She's kind to people. She is always humble, always generous, always just classy. You know, she's mm-hmm. a lady and she, um, that, that I definitely aspire to be like her for sure. I would have to say that my mother has been my biggest inspiration. Um, my mother is strong. She's beautiful. She's independent. Mm-hmm. She is just everything that I have always wanted to be. Um, she's my best friend. She's my number one fan. She's always been there for me, no matter what. Um, she, she just, she's everything to me. Um, and you know, she is not, she's not one of us. Um, right. But she, she's just always been there for me, and she gives the best advice. Um, I haven't always taken it. But it, it's always been there for me, and I just, she's my biggest inspiration, um, and I just don't know what I would do without her, but she was there for me every step of the way through my recovery, and she's there for me today, um, and I know she has my back no matter what. It's awesome. It is. It's great, um, but she she inspired me um, through, my, when I was in treatment, she was there, um, and she's been there for me through, you know... If I run into an issue today, I know I can talk to her about anything. And she may not understand, um, you know, everything. Right. But she tries her best. Um, and she, you know, she does whatever she can for me. But um, she's she's my biggest in- inspiration. Um, she's an amazing woman. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for her. That's awesome. That's I can great. definitely relate. My yeah. mom has been my mom too. too. Yeah, yeah. Mine yeah, that's too, that's sure. what I meant to say was my mom. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mom, if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, okay. Amanda. I think it's your turn. 
Okay. I think I want to ask a fun or silly question. Yes. Right. Um, how long would you last in the zombie apocalypse? Oh, I'm making it. I'm making it. I was in the zo- I lived in the zombie apocalypse for, for years. I, I got it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, de- I definitely think. I definitely think, think I'm hanging so? in there pretty good. I, I feel like I would last too. I used to talk about now. I mean, this was when I was in the madness, but I was like, I'm going to be the lead, the guy who was like the English teacher, but now he's leading the army. <laughs> like, like I'm going to be that guy in the, in the you apocalypse. Would be. Yeah, you have good like survival instincts and stuff. Yeah, so I, I mean, feel like you would. Yeah, yeah, I'd last. Yeah, I think I would yeah. do very well too. I feel like I'm strategic and smart. Definitely would, smarter than zombies, I would hope. You could, <laughs> that's what I, was say. I would hope. Yeah, I feel like you could boss the zombies, she or you know what I mean. Orders. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> tell them zombies who's who, what's what. I think I would last maybe until like the running water ran out, and then yeah. and then yeah, I'm gonna I'm, suck. I'm, I'm done. Would be some rough times for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna suck. Very good question. Yeah, yeah that was fun. Very good question. Okay, I'm gonna do a silly one too. Uh, how old were you when you had your first kiss? Mm. Dan, do you remember? <laughs> I definitely remember my first kiss. It was at Sadie Hawkins in sixth grade. Not the Sadie Hawkins. Yeah. yeah. How cute. <laughs> so she had to ask yeah. him to do yeah. that. I did. Yeah. Good stuff. I yeah. was, mine's actually very romantic. I was 11 and I was in a pool in Gulf oh. Shores. I'm going to say it was at sunset with a Ooh. little bit, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mine wasn't romantic at all. I was in, like, I think it was fourth grade, and we played a game at recess where the girls would try to chase the boys and capture them and pin me down and, you know, kiss me. I was saying yours was traumatic. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't fighting to too hard. Up. I wasn't fighting too hard, but it probably wasn't the girl that I would have picked, you know. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. My first kiss was at a dance as well, but I was in seventh grade, and when I on the car ride home, my mom asked me, she was like, you didn't kiss any boys, did you? Oh. And I answered yes, thinking that, you know, you tell the she, truth, and then she got so mad at me, <laughs> and she was like, Amanda, boys that age still pick their nose. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was really grossed out and didn't kiss a boy for a long time. So, but yeah, seventh grade for me. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. I still pick my nose. Um, <laughs> I know. I, I, I still see you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mom always tells me to stop. Yeah, I, I tell you every day. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll do my recovery question. What is your number one favorite thing about working in recovery? Mm. Um, getting to see someone, you know, there's a handful of people, I'm sure you all know who I'm talking about, that seems like I was, too far gone, you know, to, to look at him, you would think this is, it, it's not going to get any better, they're not, and then to actually see, doesn't happen all the time, but the few times that we do get to see that, somebody completely yes. turn it around and, you know, they're just a different person, that's that's definitely it for me. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Um, mine is uh, similar, um, I enjoy working in recovery because I, when I worked in treatment, um, I enjoyed seeing, you know, them come in and they're broken and, you know, see the light bulbs come on and see people, how they, they grow and they change. But now working here at Turning Point, um, I enjoy, you know, doing the one-on-ones and helping people, you know, getting their life back together and seeing how, you know, they 
you know, the tools that they use in recovery um, to stay on track. And, you know, I also learn from them, you know, just as much, you know, working in recovery, it's not so much as about what you can help them with, but they also help you and, you know, help me maintain my recovery and help keep me sober mm-hmm. yeah. um, because I learn stuff every day. Um, I get suggestions from them, you know, and I hear their different points of view. And it's just I feel like learning in recovery, I remain teachable, and I learn stuff every day Absolutely. You know, from, from the people that I work with, with, you know, the people that I work with, and also the clients, uh, the, you know, I just, I just love working in recovery, um, it just, you know. You're, you're very good at it. <laughs> you can tell you love it, you're very, very good Let at it. Let me say that I love it one more time. <laughs> I love celebrating the milestones, you know, when they get their first job, when they get that check, um, you know, when they get their house, their car, you know, just, I love that. It's like, yay, I get to, you know, celebrate with them and, you know, encourage them that they can get to that next step, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I love the most. Yep. It's a good one. Yeah, that's the same with me, man. I, I just love seeing the light come on, and mm-hmm. it keeps me sober, which is awesome. It does, yeah. We'll be right back. Did you know that recovery from substance use disorder and mental health go hand in hand? That is why the caring and compassionate mental health professionals at Four Rivers Behavioral Health in Paducah are here to help you find your balance. They are proud of you for making the changes necessary to live a healthier life and would love to see you reach your full potential. Give them a call at 270-442-7121 or stop by the downtown location at 425 Broadway in Paducah, Kentucky. Hey y'all, did you know it's illegal to own just one guinea pig in Switzerland because they get lonely? Here at Turning Point, we don't want you to ever be lonely either. That's why we're open seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Always feel free to come hang with our friendly staff, and don't forget your guinea pig. We're located at 415 Broadway Street, downtown Paducah. All right, Michelle, you got one more question? Um, yeah, my fun question. If you had two wishes, what would you wish for and why? Oh, wow. Two. We don't get three, we get two. Well, okay, uh, so that narrows it down. Okay, all right. All right. Uh, peace on earth. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, of course. You know, and uh, uh, to not have to work. I don't really need money as long as I just don't want to have to work. Just, you know, just work. enough to where I don't have to work all the time. Just don't have when to you work. can just come in here whenever you want to. Yeah, yeah. What, I, yeah. what I can do to give back and help others without having to do it, you yeah. know. That doesn't sound Like too four bad. or five hours a day instead of yeah. a full nine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right. Three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> um... Mine would be obviously world peace or <laughs> no more school shitty, you know, some something something right. great for the world, and then a house on the beach. Mm. Oh, nice. A paid for, don't have to work for it, don't have with a housekeeper. Oh, Does that still yes. count as one? Yes. yes, a house on the beach <laughs> with a housekeeper. Absolutely, yes. the housekeeper. Yes, yeah. maybe just a housekeeper. <laughs> now that be <laughs> <laughs> enough. I mean, mm-hmm. um. I would have to say a cure for cancer. Absolutely. Just because as a cancer survivor, that would be um, a number one. And number two, um, I would 
probably do something for my mother. It'd probably be something for my mom. Um, I would probably say all her bills be paid, but mm, you know yes. what? I don't think she has a problem with that, but I would probably something for my mom. I don't know what, Yeah. but it would be a wish for something for my mom. That's awesome. Yeah. It's great. That's awesome. Uh, That's all of mine. Yeah. Did you answer? Oh, yeah. yeah. You started. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I still have a question. Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, this is kind of similar to what Matt asked a while ago. Um, what made you decide to choose a career in recovery? <laughs> well, I, graduating recovery, part of you know what, the program I work of AA is to help others and give back. And like I said earlier, going into peer mentoring, I knew I had to, in order to do that, I was going to have to learn how to talk to people, walk people through the steps. So I started uh, I peer mentored so I could learn that process, mm-hmm. teach classes, uh, work with guys one-on-one, walk them through the steps, get more practice doing that. And as I did, I enjoyed that. I didn't know if I would. I really didn't even want to do it, but I felt the need to apply. I got the, I got the job, and I loved doing it. And, uh, and then, you know, several of the guys who had come through there came to work here, and we came to Turning Point throughout the program. We got to come down here. So... Uh, you know, once again, no one encouraged me to come apply, but I applied. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I love it. I love it to this day. I love working in recovery. Was, I, I did it because I knew that's what I needed to do. I, yeah. I wanted to baby step my way out of recovery because I've seen so many people run straight back home yeah. and they ended up relapsing or something. And I knew we had to change yeah. everything. We had to change our surroundings. And uh, so that's what I did. Yeah. You know? yeah. You're great at it. Yes, oh, yes, you are. Thanks. That's the only time I'm going to say that. Because sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine would be like I was, I answered that other question. So, you know, as someone who's been through treatment more times than, you know, they can count, um, just those people out there that feel hopeless, the ones that think, you know, like, I just want people to see that there is, there is hope, like there is a chance, you know what I mean? Um that would and like he said, with doing something different, I had always done restaurant work, and it just was not conductive. Is that the conductive to my sobriety? Conducive. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's yes. what I meant to say. Um, it was not conducive to my sobriety. <laughs> so doing something different, you know, was a big part for me too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And you were good at it as well. Thank you. Yes, you're great Thank at you. it. <laughs> um, so for me, uh, I knew that I needed to stay connected. And I was afraid yes. that if I didn't stay working in recovery, that my job that I was going to get outside of recovery was going to interfere. Um, and I knew that I would enjoy it. Um, I, I applied for the peer mentor job at Trilogy. I didn't get it, but I did stay in phase two. Um, and during phase two, I got to help teach classes and was helping, you know, my younger sisters um, do their homework and just kind of breaking down things to them in the Recovery yeah. Dynamics book. And I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and I just really wanted to, to kind of be the voice for recovery. Like, look, this works. Like, right. it worked for me. This there is, is how, hope. Yeah. 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 This is how far gone I was. And mm-hmm. you are just as worthy and you can do it. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, and it's worked for me, and I love my job. Yeah. You know, um, I wake up every day and want to come in, and, That's um, great. you know, it brings so much joy into my life. Um, 
and it's a job that I can be proud of too. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, my kids love that I work in recovery. They, whenever they tell their friends, you know, my mom works at recovery. Like her job is so cool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's and awesome. I score, yeah. I score points with the cool kids. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and you're good at it, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, if, it, if it's cool to them, then it has to really <laughs> has be, cool, to be cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you're awesome. Thanks, guys. All right, you got another question. I have one more. Yes, yeah. this one's not super. Well, no, it's not personal. It's funny. What song best describes you? Wow. We can eat. I, I know. mean, oh, there's so many. We can, <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of one for me if that makes it any bit like. Uh, I can think of a lot, but not. <laughs> I know it's going to be long pauses as everyone yeah. tries to think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pretty much any song by Tool, I think, describes you. Yeah. Not only do you love it, well, any not, song just, by no, Tool. Well, not any song, but just Tool in general. Just yeah, Tool. That's yeah, yeah. That's Amanda. Oh my goodness. What do you got, Michelle? I don't have anything yet. I know. Like I thought it was the coolest me. question ever, but then I was like, "What song does best describe me?" Like, yeah, I know that I would. I'm going to think of one that I really like. Ten minutes after we leave. Yeah, we'll share it on the next podcast. Tune in next time to get the answer. continued. (laughs) I mean, Mm. I can tell you what kind of music I like to listen to, you know. It's not the question. Not the question, (laughs) Can I just manipulate it to make make it fit me? It's a thinker. Like I said, we we can have the answers the next time. Be thinking. (laughs) Yeah. 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 To be continued. Yep. All right. Well, I got... One more, too. Which one? Okay. Oh, that, my fun, silly one. Oh, okay. yes. Uh, would you rather have superpowers or be even more beautiful than you already are? Superpowers. <laughs> superpowers. <laughs> like, I have been on a kick here recently, like, watching all of the Marvel and DC comic yeah. movies. Like, last night, I watched Super, or no, Spider-Man Homecoming. So, yeah. That's a yeah. Great so, that's film. definitely yeah. um, superpowers. What superpower would you have? I don't know, but I love Iron Man. Like, he's yeah. my favorite. He's just smart and has money. Yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't even have power. He's, he's, he's very good looking. looking. So I can be yeah. He's very good looking. Yes. Yeah. And be good. But the, he doesn't have powers, though. He really I mean, does. He just yes. has a suit. That is powerful. But the suit Duh. has power, right? No, he's just yes, a, it does. A, it's a robotic suit that he wears. Yeah, that's true. In Spider-Man last night, he literally sealed the ship back together with, like, his palm. With yeah. the Right, yeah. the, the lasers he shoots out of his suit. Gives him power. <laughs> <Yes>. uh, semantics. <laughs> uh, you know, it's okay. Agree to disagree. It's fine. No. Um, so you said superpowers, said too? superpowers, And what yes. superpower would you have? Um, oh, well, I wasn't planning on getting that specific. Um, <laughs> I would probably like to... Um, Fly. I think I'd like to fly. Flying would be so cool. It would, would be. be cool. mm-hmm. Might conquer my I fear would, of heights, too. I, I would like to fly. Um, <clears throat> I would like that to be my superpower. Yes. Sarah, so what did you say? I didn't answer, but I'm obviously going to feel like a horrible person if I pick the latter now. If I'm like, I'd like to be more beautiful. Um, but, <laughs> so obviously that's not what I was so, going to say. I would no, but now you just did answer that. That pretty much. Didn't happen. That's not, that's that. what <laughs> that's I not how heard. I remember it. <laughs> and I was all prepared to say, wow, that really speaks volumes to you ladies. She's these superpowers are, and then you ruined it. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would, it would be wise to pick superpowers. You can use them to help a lot of people. You can. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. But see, now I feel bad because flying doesn't really help anybody. It does. It does. I mean, you might be able to like no. fly you can in rescue and swoop people a child. That are quicker okay. than like okay. yeah. you know. There we go. Now I, I wish that better. I could make it rain. <laughs> weather control. Yeah, weather control. Yeah, yeah. Mm. or make the sun like not. Yes. Yeah. Well, I wish I had weather control. Like not what? Right? Not radiating in yeah. You're not like when it's too hot, I can just, <laughs> you just like, like, scooch it over a little I bit. I know exactly what you want. You want temperature, temperature control. control. <laughs> oh, yes, she does. Control of the elements in a general nice, would be nice. A nice yeah. wind. Yeah, nice crisp breeze whenever I want it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's everybody's questions. Mm-hmm. This was fun. It I'm glad we did this. Yeah. You know, something different. You know, we like to have fun here, man. And especially at Turning Point and in recovery, fun is important to exactly. me and I think all of us. And I, I love getting to work with you ladies. It's it's an honor and a pleasure. Um, we are, Watch us on YouTube. Uh, click the link in the description. Uh, follow us. Subscribe. Keep coming we also on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're also have audio versions on uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, Podbean, all of them. So look us up. Uh, stay grateful. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Thanks. Have a good day. <laughs> if you or someone you know is struggling with addiction or in recovery and needs guidance, Speak with Turning Point's team of peer support specialists by calling 270-444-3621. You are not alone, and we are proof that recovery is possible.